Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to the Created to Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Lori Snyder, and I want to share with you today a word the Lord gave me several years ago during a very difficult and challenging time of my life. So if you're going through a challenging season right now, you know, right now as I record it, we're in January of 2022. And it's a new year full of hope and excitement, but it's a season of winter. And depending on where you're listening from, it might be a northern state where it's cold and snowy and and the weather conditions are a little bleak. I want to breathe fresh life into you today. So I want to share this with you that the word the Lord gave me was enjoy the season that you are in, Lori. And when he said enjoy, that all of a sudden piqued my attention. Because a lot of times we hear embrace the season that you're in. And when I would hear embrace the season that you're in, it was more of like accept it, deal with it, just go with it. Or another translation of my translation was suck it up, buttercup, and deal with it. (laughs) And that did not bless me. So when the Lord said, enjoy the season that you're in, I knew right away that that meant in joy. I was to live in joy. And that was a word that I didn't really understand or hadn't really experienced. You know, a lot of times we focus on happiness. We want our circumstances to be good so we can be happy, have that emotional response. But joy is independent of our circumstance. Joy is based on our relationship with the Lord. You know, Psalm 16, verse 11 says, In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And joy comes from knowing Jesus. It's a fruit of the Holy Spirit, and it comes from abiding in Christ and experiencing the life that he has for you. So I began this deep dive in the word of studying joy. I literally got out my Bible and started in my concordance. And every time joy was in a scripture, I would highlight it and then read contextually what it was talking about. And the interesting thing is I found that joy and peace were connected And then I started noticing peace and grace are connected. So it started me on this deep dive with the Lord of, of, I want to have the goodness of God, his provision for my every need. You know, that's the grace that Jesus provides for us is everything that he did in his finished work on the cross and in his resurrection, that that's the inheritance that he has given me. And it's by grace that I needed to learn how to abide in him and release that life and peace and joy, the fruit of the Spirit. You know, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace. Those are the first three things that are named. So I needed to know God's love for me because that is the the key to activating my faith. Galatians 5, 6 says faith works through love. So anyway, I want to give you just a few things that you can do to help you enjoy the season that you're in. The first and foremost one is God's word. 
God's word is going to strengthen you. It's going to comfort. It's going to instruct. It's going to refresh you. And there is nothing more powerful than the word of God. It says everything that exists is upheld by the word of his power. And so I would get in God's word. But then the second thing I would do is sit at the feet of Jesus and experience his presence. Because it's in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And Jesus is the word made flesh. And so it's not just through the written word, but it's through that rhema word, that spoken word to my heart. And so I would sit at his feet, so to speak. What that looks like is I would go sit in my chair and my comfy chair and grab a cup of coffee and a notebook, pen, and Bible. And then I would just ask him questions. I would wait and write down answers. So that's a big one right there. And I don't know if you've ever done that, but it's really just having coffee time with the Lord. Just like if your best friend was right there with you and you would just have a conversation. So I started dialoguing with the Lord and I would read a scripture and then I would say, okay, what does that look like in my life? How do I apply that to what I'm going through right now? And then that led to the next thing, which is casting all of my care onto him and then leaving it with him, not picking it back up. Have you ever found that? Like, okay, I give you all my problems, I give you my concerns, my doubts, my unbeliefs, whatever it is, Lord, I cast all of my care over onto you because you care for me. But then an hour later, I pick it back up and I start carrying that care again. Worry, anxiety, fear, whatever you want to call that. But the Lord showed me this illustration um, that just like when I had young kids and we'd go to Chuck E. Cheese and they would get a balloon and they would go outside. And if it was a windy day, it just never seemed to fail that, not that we went to Chuck E. Cheese that much, but anyway, it never failed that the wind would come up and take that balloon out of their hand and it would go in the sky. And then we'd always say, yeah, it's going to grandma's house. And so, but what the Lord illustrated to me in that word picture was, Lord, that is what casting your care over onto me is like. It's like that helium balloon that leaves your hand and is not coming back. You can't pick it back up. And that set me free. So I practiced casting all of my care. That means rolling it over. You know, I I have fishermen, so they're, you know, casting is a big thing. But when you're fishing, you're reeling it back in. And he said, Lori, no, that's not it. You cannot reel it back in. You have to throw it like you're throwing a rock. You throw that off of yourself and you leave it there. Don't pick it back up. And then the next thing he said is magnify the Lord. And I love in, you know, we just had Christmas and the story of Mary, the mother of Jesus. And she says something in Luke that says, my soul magnifies the Lord. So her soul is her, your mind, your, so your thoughts, your will, your attitudes, your emotions, your mental and relational and um, emotional part of you. All of that magnifies the Lord. 
And that's where it says in Hebrews that we're to look upon Jesus. Hebrews 12 says that we're to look at Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and that we were the joy that was set before him, that he endured the hardships of the cross. And so it was magnifying what Jesus has done for me and remembering his faithfulness And he is my source. He is my provider. That is that grace that comes through, right, that relationship. And when I know that I can experience the peace of God and experience the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. And so remembering his faithfulness. And so I would write things down. And, you know, there's a a pattern in the Old Testament that they would have memorial stones and they would constantly be telling the stories of God's faithfulness. And so that was a practice that I put into my life and was just thankful that things were as good as they were. You know, and he revealed to me too that I tended to have a lack mindset, um, that I looked at what I didn't have versus what I did have. And so that would be a part of that, um, not having, you know, it says in, in Psalm 23 that, you know, I won't lack anything, and in the Psalms, that we won't lack anything. And that's where that grace component comes in, that everything we need is given to us through what Jesus did for us on our behalf in his death, burial, and resurrection, that the goodness of God provides all of that, and so we just need to receive it, receive his peace and joy. And how we do that is by magnifying the Lord, magnifying the word, getting in his word and elevating that versus our circumstance. So I just want this to be real quick for you today. So I don't know where you're at, what season you're in. And I just want to encourage you that God is faithful. And I would get into Philippians 4, 8, that I would think about, again, I had to choose what I was magnifying. I had to choose to magnify him, not my situation, not my circumstances. No matter what, even though I didn't like winter and I didn't like living in the climate, I couldn't focus on that. I had to focus on everything I need is found in my relationship with Jesus by abiding and staying connected to him that causes me to have the fullness of joy And that fullness of joy is very important. So it's not just like a little bit of joy. It's the fullness of joy. It's the life of him living in me that I release through my soul by my emotions and my thoughts and my attitudes. And by Philippians 4, 8 of thinking about what is true and right and pure and lovely and admirable and praiseworthy and anything that I could do to exalt him, that's what I was to think about. And the Holy Spirit would partner, or I would partner with the Holy Spirit to release that into my life. So wherever you are at right now, I hope this helps you. So first of all, God's word. And then the second is sitting with Jesus, inviting him into the conversation. You know, prayer is simply a dialogue with him. 
it's a two-way, not just you just telling him what you need and complaining, which was really what my prayer life was for a long time, was just complaining to the Lord and just the having kind of a you know self-pity and self-centeredness. But that's not the prayer that we're to do. It's this dialogue of we're his daughter. You know, Father God wants to lavish his love upon us, and he's given us all of this through his word and through his spirit. You know, it's spirit and it's truth. And that's where out of our belly will flow rivers of living water. So out of our spirit, getting connected and through the word and activating it. So that is my encouragement to you today is to enjoy the season that you're in. God is faithful. It says, he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it till Jesus' return. And so focus your attention on him. Cast all of your care, concerns, everything, all your questions onto him. And refocus and magnify the Lord and receive his joy and peace through grace. All right, friend, I pray that blesses you today. And until next time. Real quick before you go, if this has blessed you in any way, I would love for you to help me out. And here's how you can do that. Go to the Apple Podcasts and write a review for my podcast, Created to Thrive. Your comments make a big difference. And I would love to know how this is helping you make a difference in your life. And then also share it with other people. Anyone that you know that needs to start thriving, I would love for you to share that in all the various ways. Thanks so much. Have a blessed day.